Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we are going to talk about power animals. And as some of you may know, I do shamanic and coaching work, really helping people live courageous, authentic lives by helping them heal spiritually, figure out what their life purpose is, and then how to go about creating that life purpose. So as a shaman, when I work with people, I connect to the spirit world and often get messages. I'll do energetic healings and I'll connect my clients with some of their helping team including their power animals, which really is one of the most fun things that I do. Um, people seem to always be interested in their power animals. And I think it's a way, you know, I think many of us love animals just in general, but it's a way to make the spirit world feel real to us. Um, the idea of power animals has been around for millennium and it's been part of the shamanic practices that are found around the globe. So it doesn't matter where the shaman is located. This, this concept of being connected to a power animal is one that is consistent across all forms of shamanism. A power animal is the spirit or the soul version of an animal. And that power animal works with, protects, and helps a human on their life journey. All shamans, as I mentioned, work with power animals. But power animals are not just limited to shamans. Power animals are available and want to work with everyone and can be an invaluable guide in your life. So we're going to talk today about power animals. Specifically, what are they? How do they work with us? How do you find out what yours is and build a relationship with your power animal? 
Uh, and I'll also share some power animal stories as we go through the show. So let's start by defining what is a power animal. As I mentioned, power animals are found across all uh, shamanic uh, shamanic beings around the globe. And that's because every indigenous culture in the world has ties to nature and shamanism. And because of this two power animals, since one of the tenets of shamanism is that everything in the world has a soul, it has energy and, and a soul, and that includes plants and animals that everything is also then connected through this energy and that's actually how a shaman works. They connect, like, for example, when I do work with somebody who is in another country, I don't have to physically be with them because I can connect my energy to that person's energy and then begin to do the work. So given that everything is connected, that connection is not just limited to human beings. Um, a connection to a power animal is basically a given. Each one of these shamanic cultures saw the physical gifts that each and every animal on the planet has. So, for example, they saw how eagles can fly to great heights and see far and wide with their incredible vision. Right? That was a gift that eagle had compared to, say, bears who they'd see bears go into hibernation for months on end and then... Um, Bears actually, in case you didn't know, give birth while they're in their kind of quasi-hibernating state in their den. So the cultures would see bears go into hibernation, and then they'd come out in the spring with new children, new, new bear cubs, new life. They'd see how ants are able to work together and cooperate, and they'd see that ducks are able to float serenely on top of water, even if that water is, you know, very choppy and, and kind of crazy. But here's the interesting thing. The shamans of each culture not only saw the physical aspects of each animal, like I just described, but when they were doing their shamanic journeys, they would meet the spirit aspects of the animals as well. And the spirit aspect is even, I'd say, more powerful or greater than the physical aspect, since the spirit aspect embodies all of the attributes of that particular type of animal. So during a shamanic journey, the animals would reveal other gifts to the shaman, and they'd explain how they could work together to help the shaman or the person who's getting the shamanic session achieve their life goals and purpose. Um, these gifts usually aligned more deeply with the physical capabilities of the animal, but there are other gifts as well. And even today, when I do my shamanic work and I do a power animal retrieval, the power animals, when they come forward, they're very clear about the gifts that they bring. And they say, here's what I'm bringing right now to help this person. Um, and then it becomes something as you have a conversation with the client or as the client is beginning to learn more about their power animal, it becomes a starting point for whatever it is that the client is working through at that time. Every one of us has at least one power animal. So sometimes, and it varies by individual in terms, well, the animal definitely, but also the, the structure of the power animal relationship and longevity. So sometimes a person will have one power animal and that power animal works with that person for their entire life. So that's a one-on-one -on -one from birth to death relationship. Sometimes different power animals will come into our life at a specific time to help us with something that we're dealing with or working with. So we may have one power animal as we are uh, dealing with the loss of a parent and then uh, that power animal leaves and another one comes in as we're starting to advance the career, for example. 
And sometimes a person has a mix of the two. So they may have one with them all the time and then other ones come in and out as, um, as needed. And that's, that's what it is for me personally. So I have a mix of these two things. I have a, a steady or a constant power animal that is with me at all times. Uh, in my book, This Trip Will Change Your Life, A Shaman's Story of Spirit Evolution, I refer to my power animal as 444 because he's asked that I uh, keep his identity private. So 444 is with me at all times. And when necessary, he'll bring in other power animals to help me uh, at different times and in different situations in my life. So, for example, he brought Fawn in, baby deer, to help me learn about the ebbs and flows of life. He's brought Hawk in to help me envision a different way of living and working. And he brought in Vulture to help me with the actual birthing of this new vision after Hawk had helped me actually do the visioning work. Now, what do I mean by bringing them in, right? Because it doesn't, how, how do you know, right? In these cases, in each of these three examples that I just gave, 444 actually brought in physical representations of these animals to me so that I, I would know that they were coming in and starting to work with me. So uh, the physical animals actually showed up in ways that let me know there was something special about them. And this is an important aspect of knowing your power animal. There's something special about them so that I would take notice of them. So vulture. The first time that I saw vulture, uh, I was in Mexico and I got to the top of a hill where there's this sacred Mayan site and vulture was standing there facing me, this physical bird and his wings were spread wide. They must've been at least five or six feet wide, maybe even bigger. And it was like he was standing there with his arms open, waiting to give me a hug. He slowly then turned around and turned to face the sun. So he greeted me, then he turned and he faced the sun. And he showed absolutely no fear of me. This was when I was doing some shamanic training, and the shaman that I was with at the time said he had never seen vulture at the site before, and that obviously vulture was waiting there for, for me with a message. Um, Hawk showed up for me repeatedly as well, and I will share how that, that shows up uh, when we come back from our break. When we come back, I'll talk more about power animals. I'll answer any questions you have. Give me a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. 
Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. And we're back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about power animals. And just before the break, I was sharing with you that I have a power animal that is with me all the time that I call 444, but how he brings in other animals when I am going through a time in my life where I could need or use or work with the energy and the gifts that that animal has. And these are brought forward in a number of ways. And I was sharing, you know, that I saw a vulture physically and it was a a unique experience. Hawk is another one that showed up for me repeatedly as I was thinking about the life I wanted to create. And Hawk is all about vision. Um, But what's really especially incredible about that was at the time I was living in downtown San Francisco at the intersection of two very busy intersections and there's no park or anything nearby. There's no forest. And yet there would be Hawk sitting outside my high-rise apartment window. And he did this for several days in a row. Uh, He also showed up immediately after I quit my consulting job and was just starting on my life path. Um, I was in a resort in Mexico on vacation, and I'm walking through the resort, and there are some workers there, and they came by with a physical hawk, and they looked at me and said, would you like to hold him? And of course I said yes, which was very cool. But again, not a normal way to see an animal when you're in the middle of a busy city in the downtown or when you're just walking along. And then Fawn is the other one that physically showed up for me. And she showed up for me when I was on a retreat. Uh, We had to find this place in the forest for daily personal introspective time or on the land. Mine was in the forest and where you'd be alone and you could do your work. And the first day I sat down, a Fawn walked in, made a complete circle around me about five feet away from me. And then continued on her way. And she did that every day, uh, all five days that I was in the retreat. So you could see how these physical interactions were one that were um, different enough that you pay notice and you say, huh, maybe there's something about this. Our power animals, however, don't have to just show up in physical form. They can show up in other ways as well. So you may see a power animal in your dreams, or you might start to see the same animal over and over again in drawings or cartoons or other kind of likenesses, photos, etc. Or maybe even there's words of a song that talk about a certain animal that just keeps coming to you over and over again. These could be signs uh, about your power animal trying to communicate with you and let you know, hey, I'm here and I'm working with you. I I think I shared this story about a recurring dream that I had where there were these birds in a chest of drawers in the basement of my house. Um, I had this dream over and over again, and over time the dream changed until eventually the birds were outside. But the birds had come to me with a message, and they were working with me at that time and wanted to let me know that I was going to get through the time I was in and to really hold on to my hopes and dreams because that's what birds typically symbolize. Now, not all of our power animals are animals that we can see or, or um, 
be in the presence of in our earthly form. So one of my clients uh, has a dragon as his power animal. That's what came forward when I did the journey for him. And obviously real dragons are kind of scarce in our world. Um, but he's able to connect to his power animal. And he's able to know that his power animal is working with him because whenever he's looking for confirmation or support or just a, a little answer to a question, he tells me he sees an image of a dragon. Like he'll be walking down the street and, you know, there's a, a dragon statue in the window or somebody's got a t-shirt with a dragon on it or a bus goes by with a billboard with a dragon on it. He, he truly feels that it's this, that seeing these things is his power animals way of saying, Hey, I'm here with you, or I'm hearing you. I'm working with you. So power animals, uh, as I mentioned, can be very helpful. And the first thing you need to do is to figure out what your power animal is, right? Cause there are many different animals in the world and uh, as you think about it, I really want to emphasize that every single animal has value and that all power animals bring gifts. There's no one power animal that's better or stronger or, or more powerful than another one. Our human minds, we tend to equate power with animals that are big and fierce. So think like bears and wolves and lions, right? They're big and fierce and they can take down other animals. But that's not what true power is. True power comes from the gift that the animal brings to you. So mouse, whose gift is attention to detail, or ant, which is all about organization and hard work, and squirrel, who is about planning and being prepared, are as equally powerful as bear is, who's about awakening, wolf, which is about guardianship and loyalty, and lion, which is about assertiveness and the feminine energy. They each have a unique gift or power that they're bringing to you. And the beauty about power animals is they bring you the right gift at the right time, right? But we have to be open to receiving them. So I had a client who was very disappointed when I did a power animal retrieval for him and bat came forward as his power animal. Um, you know, the nocturnal creature with, with, uh, sonar who flies around that looks like a mouse with wings. He, he wanted something that was bigger and fiercer that really fit his mental image of what power was. But when we talked about the gifts that Bat was bringing, including uh, helping with transitions and kind of coming out of the darkness, right? He realized that the gift of Bat was exactly what he was trying, was exactly what he needed as he was trying to navigate a really difficult transition time in his life. So how do you go about figuring out what your power animal is? Well, one way is to work with a shaman and ask them to do a shamanic journey for you to retrieve your power animal. The shaman will go into the nature-based lower world and look for your power animal. Typically, a shaman will ask that your power animal show itself to the shaman multiple times to verify that it is, in fact, your power animal. And that's because in this nature-based world, there's plenty of animals, um, any animal you can think of, as a matter of fact. Uh, so by showing itself more than once, by showing itself a number of times, the power animal lets it be known that it is the correct one. So in addition to that, when I do power animal retrievals, I also ask the power animal, like, why are you coming forward at this time? And what message do you have for the client? And this helps give... Um, 
again, a, a, another confirmation that this animal is the right power animal for someone at the time, but also gives perspective as to why that animal came forward and how those gifts can be used, which is invaluable. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about other ways that you can discover what your power animal is, and then we'll start talking about how to work with them. Call in with any questions or comments, 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly Lipe is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we are talking about power animals, and we were talking about how do you figure out what your power animal is. And one of the first things you can do is work with a shaman, as I mentioned, but there are other ways that you can discover your power animal as well. One way is to ask that your power animal come to you in your dreams and let you know that he is, in fact, your power animal. Um, specifically, you probably want to ask that he show up more than once so that you can be a little bit more sure that he is, in fact, your power animal. You can also try to connect with and discover who your power animal is through meditation or channel writing. So for channeled writing, for example, you could write, who is my power animal on a piece of paper and then clear your mind and wait for the words or vision to appear. The trick to this is to do so without judgment, right? You can't go in expecting that a certain animal is going to show up. You have to be open to whatever animal comes forward and be open and grateful for that animal. Um, and I'll share another story. About a year ago, I did a power animal retrieval for a client and this a bird came forward and she wasn't familiar with the bird, but she was really disappointed because she wanted her power animal to be a different animal. She had in her mind exactly what her power animal was. I suggested that she spend some time getting to know this bird, and she agreed to do so. 
And the next day she sent me an email and she said, oh my gosh, you'll never believe this. She said, this bird, I'm looking at it, you know, the pictures online and everything. This bird has been showing up in my dreams, like for the last four or five nights. I had no idea what kind of bird it was, but obviously this really is my power animal. And then she embraced her power animal. Another thing you can do is ask that your power animal show itself to you physically. And again, you may ask to see your power animal or a representation of it. Again, think dragons or, or an animal perhaps that's not indigenous to where you live. Um, ask to see it multiple times so that you have more certainty that it is your power animal. Um, the key to, key to this is to ask questions. Say, hey, I'd like to know who my power animal is. Please show yourself to me in any format three times over, I don't know, the next day or so. And then just go about your day as normal. Don't go out of your way or actively search out any animal because that's kind of cheating and it's kind of trying to force one animal to come forward over another. Just go through your regular day, keep your eyes open and be alert, but don't do anything, you know, to try to make one animal come forward. There are some times, however, where you just know who your power animal is and you've had, um, and it's because you've had a strong affinity for that animal, um, possibly for your entire life. So I did a power animal retrieval for a client, um, and tiger came forward. And when I told her that tiger came forward, she laughed and she said, of course, of course it's tiger. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, ever since I was a young girl, I've been fascinated by tigers. Uh, I have drawings and figurines of tigers all over my house and I'm an artist and I draw tigers all the time. So she just knew she already had that connection with, with her power animal. And my shamanic journey was a way of just validating it for her. So, okay, you know who your power animal is. Now what? What do you do with it? What do you do with that knowledge and with your power animal? Because it's not just enough to say, oh, you know, ant is my power animal or tiger is my power animal. You have to actually build a relationship with your power animal, much as you would build a relationship with anyone or anything else. Uh, so start by learning about your power animal. Begin with the physical animal itself. Go online, research about your power animal, learn about where it lives, does it migrate, what are its physical attributes, what are its mating habits, how does it raise its young, what does it eat. Each one of these things can serve as a message or an insight for you. So you may actually start to get some like, ooh, this is something that can apply to my life right now kind of things. So for example... Uh, between Winnie the Pooh and Yogi Bear, most of us know that bears like to eat honey, right? Honey is nature's candy. So if bear is your power animal, the fact that bear eats honey might be a message for you that you need more sweetness in your life, whether that is in the form of food or within your relationships or even in your own personal outlook in life. But that's one way that a physical aspect of a power animal could serve as a message for you. As I mentioned before, bear also gives birth to its young while hibernating and only brings its cubs out when it's springtime. And that could be a message for you as well. So maybe the message is, gee, you sit with an idea, you incubate it, you keep it close to you, and I'd say in the dark, meaning not shared with others, and only birth it when you have more clarity and more light about what it is you want to do. So start by learning about the physical aspects and then look deeper. 
So how has your power animal been portrayed in mythology uh, and indigenous stories or even in contemporary stories or TVs or cartoons, right? There's unique attributes of different animals that are usually highlighted and sometimes even exaggerated to make a point about the animal's gift. So I'll give another example. The Lakota tribe depended on the buffalo for their entire existence. The buffalo provided their food, the materials for cl- clothing and housing, uh, materials to make implements, tools and bowls and things like that. And the Lakotas lived a very nomadic life. They, they followed where the buffalo led. And really, in short, the relationship between the Lakota and the buffalo was a spiritual one, since the buffalo connected the Lakota to the creator and actually gave them life. One Lakota legend tells about a woman that visited the tribe and brought with her the sacred peace pipe, which showed that everything is connected. We are all one. And she taught the Lakota many things, including that struggle can be minimized if the right actions were joined with the right prayers. So joining together the physical and the spiritual. And then as she left, she turned into a white buffalo. Now, some versions of this story then have her turning into many different colors, showing how everything is interconnected. Others have her then disappearing and having herds of buffalo showing up after she disappeared. Regardless of how this um, story ends, it's probably no surprise that some of the gifts that buffalo brings as a power animal include abundance, right? This idea of having many buffalo around and the many gifts that buffalo brings and manifestation, which is through the connectedness of everything. Mythology is an important resource if your power animal is one that we don't have in physical form, such as a dragon or a unicorn. Through what we can learn from various myths, we can learn that some of the gifts that dragon brings, for example, are courage and strength, which you may need in order to shed the scales that you have on your body, symbolizing things that are holding you back, and transform your life. Another thing to look at about You know, are there any known symbolisms of or sayings about your power animal? So, uh, you know, I grew up in the northeast part of the United States in New England, and we always say that spring is coming when we see the first robin of the season. It's a very welcome sight, right? Um, And as a power animal, interesting enough, robin symbolizes new growth, which is exactly what springtime is all about. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, I will talk to you a little bit more about getting to know your power animal and then how to work with your power animal. Feel free to give me a call at 866-451-1451 with your questions or comments. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapula strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412 491 
888-900-2605 or email Evelyn at ERS92645 at Verizon.net. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about power animals. And just before the break, we were talking about learning more about your power animal and getting different insights uh, that may help you on your personal journey. In addition to doing research, if at all possible, spend some time with the physical version of your power animal. So depending on your power animal, this may be as simple as sitting in your backyard and and watching hummingbirds come to your bird feeder while you take in the joy that exemplifies hummingbirds as a power animal. Or if your power animal isn't one that frequents your backyard, maybe you head out to your local zoo and watch your power animal that way. Regardless, look at their mannerisms and the feelings that are invoked in you when you look at them. For example, if you spend time watching gorillas, you can't help but feel this peaceful nobility that exists in this animal. Uh, They are strong as anything, and yet they're peaceful at the same time, and that makes them very regal and noble. And that is one of the gifts that Gorilla brings. So perhaps Gorilla, through his physical mannerisms, is asking you, how can you cultivate this same type of peaceful nobility within yourself? If for whatever reason you can't go see your power animal, maybe your zoo doesn't have one, for example, watch videos online, um, just get to know them better. Once you've gotten a really good idea of what your power animal is known for, and you've probably even had some additional insights come up for you as a result of this research work, spend some time thinking about how these things may apply to your life. Now, this is an inwardly focused exercise, right? And you need to be open and honest with yourself. Our power animals show us show up to help us through different times in our lives. They may be difficult times or they just may be times of transition, right? But they want to help us continue to evolve and transform. And this work, this going in work and asking yourself some of these tough questions isn't easy, right? And it really does require a frank assessment of who you are, where you need to focus, what you need to change, and where you want to go. The things that come up as you learn about your power animal can be clues to help you navigate through your own personal evolution and transformation process a bit more smoothly, but only if you're willing to look at yourself clearly and without judgment and look at your life the same way. So, for example, if swan is your power animal, swan might be nudging you to stretch your neck out a little bit more by bringing more of yourself forward to the world. Or scorpion 
as your power animal might be telling you, you need to release what's poisoning you, right? Let that go. And rhinoceros may be urging you to protect yourself better and wear some armor because you're in a situation that could harm you. And I don't necessarily mean physical harm. It could be spiritual, mental, emotional harm, right? But just protect yourself better. This is the important part of getting to know your power animal. So really spend some time on it. Each of those insights that you receive from your power animal research is a potential gift, and it's a key for you to move forward. Now, naturally, not everything will be, right? Some of them just might be really cool facts. You're like, ooh, I never knew that about that animal. It may not apply to your life. But I can tell you from my own experience and the experiences of my clients that there's always at least one really big nugget that a power animal has, as you discover through this research, that can be life-changing if you're willing to see it and apply it. And then finally, in terms of building the relationship, like any relationship you may have, you need to remember to honor and thank your power animal for his assistance. So there's a whole host of ways you can do it. You may put a picture or, or a figurine of your power animal somewhere where you can see it often, right? And be reminded of the assistance being provided to you. Um, this really isn't any different than putting a picture of a dear friend or a family member on your fireplace mantle, right? It's the same kind of idea. This is just another relationship that you have. Um, if you have a home altar, you might want to consider putting it there. Or, you know, maybe you make your cell phone wallpaper a picture of your power animal. Whatever works best for you, just remember that you're doing this to remind you of the many gifts and support that your power animal is bringing you. Some other ways that you can honor your power animal include making a meal of the type of food that your power animal eats and, you know, offering a prayer of gratitude and offering the meal up in gratitude to your power animal. Now, you may need to get a bit creative. So if your power animal, for example, is the anteater, you might not want to have ants for your dinner, but maybe gummy candies shaped like ants would do the trick, right? It's more the intention than being 100% perfect, um, as long as you have that intention, it's accepted as a gift. If your power animal is on the endangered list, one of the things you might want to do is make a donation to a conservation group to help protect that power animal. Um, or, you know, your honoring can be as simple as saying a heartfelt thank you as well. You can also work with your power animal to get guidance or signs that you're on the right path. This is another way to work with our power animals. Uh, you could, for example, ask that your power animal show himself to you to let you know that he's around or have him show himself to you that serves as a yes answer or whatever parameters you decide on. It may not always be possible to have your actual power animal show up, uh, but a representative a representation of him could. So, for example, if zebra is your power animal, and zebra's gift, by the way, is seeing the middle of the road uh, in a black of a black and white situation – it's unlikely that you're going to see one while you're walking down Broadway in New York City. But you could see zebra in the form of zebra stripes on a purse or a scarf or a cartoon character on the TV in your office lobby or as a photo on a billboard, right? So there's many different ways he can show up. I guess the thing that I want to impress upon everybody is that our relationship with our power animal is not a one-time thing to truly benefit from the relationship and to keep the relationship alive. We need to develop an ongoing and deeper relationship over time with our power animal. This means that we actively invite them into our lives. We reach out to them with questions. We look to them for answers or guidance based on their physical and spiritual attributes, and we express gratitude to them. 
So at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that sometimes people have a primary power animal and that sometimes that power animal, um, they have a variety of different power animals that come in as needed, uh, whether it's in addition to the primary animal or it's their life is made up of a variety of different power animals. So, for example, I mentioned I have my primary power animal with me at all times, but he brings in other power animals for me to work with depending on what's going on in my life. So he lets me know when he's bringing in a new power animal and he tells me why. And then I go through this process that I just described before uh, about how I research their physical and spiritual characteristics. I look for insights. I compare to my current knowing of myself and where I need to work or what I need to do to evolve. And I express gratitude. I do that every time a new power animal comes in and it doesn't need to be a long drawn out, you know, five month research product project. It's something that can take just, you know, even a couple hours. We're going to take another quick break. Um, when we come back, we'll talk about how, uh, you know, one power animal is leaving and another one's coming in. Give me a call with any questions, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Intergenerational programming is uniting America due to the tireless efforts of Dr. Ramona Frischman. Retired from the Miami-Dade County Public School System, Dr. Frischman continues to develop intergenerational learning programs aimed to improve the lives of children, young adults, and seniors through unique strategies and public policy in order to establish a mutually supportive agenda. She views intergenerational programs as a resource for policymakers and the general public on economic, social, and personal initiatives that govern our society. Her work bridges the generational gap, providing many individuals the opportunity to explore areas of common ground and celebrate each other's diversity. Contact Ramona Frischman at RamonaLong at AOL.com or visit www.gu.org to learn more about intergenerational programming. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and today we're talking about power animals. And just before the break, we were starting to talk about how do you know uh, if there is one only one power animal in your life or if you have power animals that kind of one that leaves you as another one comes in depending on what's going on in your life. One of the first ways that you can determine this is by building a relationship with your current power animal. So as I mentioned, my power animal will sometimes tell me in advance that he's bringing another power animal in, which is great. Then I have the heads up. Um, And in fact, when I first met my power animal, he let me know this. So I was doing a shamanic journey to find my power animal. And all these different animals came forward, deer, bear, giraffe, crocodile. I mean, just dozens of animals. 
And I asked each if they were my power animal and every single one of them told me no. And I got pretty frustrated during my journey. And I, I just decided to lie down in this grassy field. And, and I said, you know what, power animal, you come to me because I've been walking all over the place looking for you and you haven't shown up. Uh, so yeah, I had a little bit of an attitude, but anyway, um, I lay down and I realized I was laying on something and I looked and it was my power animal and he had been walking beside me the entire time, but I had been so busy looking forward and looking, you know, kind of where's my power animal rather than down and around that I didn't see him. And he explained to me that he wanted me to see the other animals because some of them have worked with me in the past, such as deer. And um, he wanted me to know that part of his job is to bring forward the right power animal for me at the right time to help me. And that he is always walking beside me even when that other power animal is there. Now, if you don't have that kind of relationship or if you're just starting out, you can either develop the relationship or start looking for signs that you have a different power animal coming into your life at a time. The process about looking for signs is similar to what I described before. Are you starting to see a particular animal more and more that you previously hadn't? Is that animal showing up in multiple dreams? Do you feel an affinity to an animal that perhaps you hadn't before? Did 20 of your friends send you the same YouTube video of a frog wearing hats because they thought you would like it? And maybe they don't even know why, but they felt they needed to do so. These are all signs, potential signs, that a power animal could be coming in to help you at this specific time in your life. Once you became aware of the animal, then you use the message methods that I mentioned before, working with a shaman, asking for insights in your dreams, meditating, channeled writing, to confirm whether or not this is the case, and then get the insights on how this animal can help you at this time. Now, one thing to keep in mind about power animals is, as humans, we always have the power of freedom and choice. We do not have to do anything with the information we receive from our power animals. We could completely reject it if we wanted to. Uh, in fact, you don't even have to have, have to have a relationship with yours if you don't want to, right? That's our power of choice. But if you do, and you think that you're getting some interesting insights or perspectives, you know, before you take any action, make sure you're comfortable with the action that you're taking. Just because your power animal says, hey, you might want to consider, like I said, swan, stretching your neck out into new area. If you're really not feeling comfortable about it and it's beyond just the normal nervousness of doing something new, don't do it, right? Because ultimately we have to take full responsibility for any actions that we take. Um, so spend some time deciding whether or not you want to act on what your power animal is showing you or helping you learn about. They're guides, right? They are no different than any other guides that we have, um, and they're not in control of our lives. One other thing that I'd like to impress upon you is um, to keep in mind that your relationship to your power animal is a private, personal, and even an intimate relationship. So you'll notice that I have not mentioned who or what my primary power animal is. I just call him 444. And I do that out of respect for him. He's asked that I don't disclose his identity, and I honor that. But even if your power animal doesn't say this to you, I would suggest that you not share his identity to others. And, and this is really for a couple of reasons. First, um, other people may diminish your relationship with your power animal. So they may tell you that it's stupid, or they may make fun of you or your power animal, or they can even use the information against you in some way. Now, not everybody's going to go to this extreme, 
But like pretty much everything else in life, people tend to have opinions and they'll share them. And, and as they share those opinions, it can lead to self-doubt, uh, questioning why would I even believe this? Um, gee, maybe it is stupid. Uh, and, and it can really damage your relationship with your power animal to the point where it's you know, irretrievable. And, and the second reason why I would suggest that you don't share the identity of your power animals because by not sharing your power animal's identity, you keep the relationship a spiritual one. And this is important as well, right? Because the power animal is, as I mentioned before, it's the animal in its spirit form. It's not the physical animal itself. I mean, if your power animal is the king cobra, great. There are some wonderful gifts that king cobra can bring you around transformation in your life. But that doesn't mean that you can go and walk up to a king cobra and just pet it on the head and expect that king cobra is going to, you know, like you because he's, quote, your power animal. That's not the case, right? Your power animal is the animal in the spirit form, not the physical form. And he's bringing you the best gifts of that animal, right? In the physical form, king cobras, he's probably going to bite you. You may die. That's not the best gift that you want, right? But in the spiritual form, again, the best gifts. If you... Um, reduce the relationship from spiritual down to physical. First off, you can end up limiting the insights that you can receive. Um, but secondly, you also, you also damage the relationship as well um, because you bring it down to a level that is um, not as open as a spiritual level would be. So keep in mind that, you know, you just don't want other people diminishing your relationship and you don't want to diminish the relationship either by sharing who your power animal is. Um, uh, the other thing to really keep in mind is that your power animal is here to work with you and help you on your life journey. So he or she brings the gifts uh, that we can observe physically as well as uh, what we hear in legends and everything to us. And those gifts are meant to be used by us. So when we're looking to connect with our power animal and see and identify the gifts that they bring, remember you need to spend time with him. And I often liken it to being with a new friend. So think about when you meet somebody new. You're excited about meeting that new person. You spend time getting to know that person. So maybe you meet up for coffee or you talk on the phone or you text or whatever, right? You're like, ooh, I want to have connection with this person. You learn about the person. Hey, what's this person's favorite food? Where do they like to go? What restaurant is their favorite restaurant? Whatever it is, you're learning more and more about that person. That is what you need to do with your power animal as well. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show with a little bit more about power animals. Stay tuned. Essential Nutrients LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. 
Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we've been talking about power animals. And just to kind of recap, uh, power animals, they're here to work with us and help us on our life journey. Uh, they come in with gifts. They, they have something specific for us that they can share with us, that we can learn and grow and evolve. And they want to work with us. That's the other really important thing is they, their mission when an animal is in a spirit form like that is to work with us. Um, usually these animals are more of the, uh, the wild nature animals. So it's very rare. I don't think I've ever had a domesticated animal like a dog or a cat come forward as a power animal. You may have a very strong connection to your dog or cat. I, I actually recently had a cat move into my house, a kitten move into my house, and I have a very strong connection with this kitten. Um, but I have yet to have a kitten show up as a power animal. And that's because when we domesticate animals, we actually discourage some of the traits that, um, that the animal has. In other cases, we do encourage it, right? Dogs being related to wolves still have that trait of loyalty, but some of the other aspects of wolf we've, we've tried to genetically remove, such as, you know, possibly attacking a human or whatever. Um, so our power animal is usually a wild animal found in nature, or it can be an animal that is a mythical being such as a unicorn or a pegasus or a dragon or whatever. But regardless, they're here to give us gifts. And our job is to connect with them and look inwardly and really have a, um, a, a sense of openness as we look at ourselves and say, does this gift apply and how does it apply? And do a review of our life to say, gee, how can I use this gift going forward so that I'm not in my same cycle, so that I'm not stuck, so that I'm growing and transforming? Uh, just before the break, I said, you know, you really need to build a relationship with your power animal. And it's no different than meeting up with a new friend, right? You spend time getting to know them. You have coffee. You learn what they're like, what they don't like. Maybe over time, you invite them to your home for dinner and you start doing things together. You go to the movies or you go hiking or whatever it is that you like to do. Um, 
you may put a picture of that person and a memory that you have together with that person on your desk or in your house. And you often feel gratitude when you meet somebody new that they're in your life and they're, they're helping shape and change your life. The same is true as our relationship with our power animal. So get to know them, what they're all about, what their characteristics are, how you act and, and how you um, can be together, right? It's like any other relationship. You're not at the mercy of the power animal. You can actually say, here's how I'd like us to work together. And the power animal's going to listen, say, oh, okay, let's do it that way. Let's try it that way. Um, so get to know your power animal. Recognize that they may come in and out of your life, depending on what you're going on. Um, I wanted to share one more story. I was working with a client, and I had mentioned when I do a power animal retrieval, usually I go down to the nature-based world, and I look for that power animal, and I ask that that power animal show up uh, several times so that I can, in fact, ascertain that, yes, this is this person's power animal. In this case, this power animal so desperately wanted to start working with my client. I hadn't even gone to the, the, the lower world to find the power animal. I just started the session, was working with the energetic body of that person, and vulture, huge vulture came forward and landed on my client's chest. Now, this is, of course, all spiritually and energetically, and just sat there and peered eye to eye with my client and was basically saying, I'm here with you. And we're going to do this together and, uh, and then shared a number of gifts that uh, he brought forward for my client at that time. But it was a pretty powerful and very unusual way for a power animal to show up. Um, and it's one that this client and I still laugh about to this day because it was so intense. It was intense enough that my client actually felt the energy of the vulture um, coming in as I was doing the session. So. Just keep in mind that our power animals want to work with us, and they're going to let us know that uh, in whatever way they can. So it may not be as dramatic as having a vulture landing on your chest, um, and it could be things such as seeing them over and over again or friends showing you videos, but be aware and then work with your power animal. Um, we're going to wrap up for today. I want to thank you for listening. If you do want to know what your power animal is and uh want to work with somebody, consider having a shamanic session with me. Uh, if you mention this radio show, I will give you 15% off of your ses session. I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you next week. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day -day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.